It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins, your daily Washington Redskins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, every day, every day. And we welcome you to a new episode of the Locked On Redskins podcast. We round out the week like this. We have three big stories. We're going to spend a couple of minutes on each. We're going to try and make this as quick of an episode as we can. We know it's Friday uh, or a weekend when you're listening. We thank you for listening. Uh, We appreciate you being with us, but we're going to try and make this as quick as we can, and maybe we'll delve into some of these things more as we go into next week. So the Redskins made it official on Thursday afternoon, late Thursday afternoon. They released Jordan Reed. Uh, Over the weekend, he was still in concussion protocol. Somehow, majestically, he cleared concussion protocol despite not legally being able to do steps four and five uh, of the NFL concussion protocol. Uh, Certainly not able to do that during the offseason. I have no idea how this happens, but hey, I don't make all the rules. I just point out inconsistencies. But Jordan Reed was let go by the Redskins, so you know they save... Eight plus million dollars under the cap. We've talked about that and the implications. So that was always going to be a tricky standpoint, uh, anyway, or a contention point, I should say. Uh, he leaves with 3,371 receiving yards, 329 touch uh, receptions, and 24 touchdowns. And the Redskins actually put together a, a really nice tweet. Um, for whatever Twitter is worth. And it was a picture of Jordan Reed, a very serious kind of solemn stare. And it just said, you know, thank you. Uh, And his name, Jordan Reed, and it was signed. And it called him and said, one of the best in franchise history. Thank you, Jordan, uh, with his numbers. And I thought that was very nice of them. They don't usually do that. They certainly didn't do it for Kirk Cousins. I can tell you that much. (laughs) Um. They didn't do it for Bruce Allen. I can tell you that much. And they don't do that for people they don't really like. (laughs) Um, But I think they like Jordan Reed, and I think they feel bad for him, and I think they were just put in a predicament where they couldn't count on him. And it's hard to blame them. And he made too much money, and it was relatively easy to get out of. The Redskins are only going to have to deal with about 1.8 worth of dead money. As we've discussed, I would say this, um, you know, like I don't know this. Jordan hasn't responded, if I'm being honest, uh, to my text messages. And we always had a good relationship. So I hope he one day, you know, I'm sure he's getting barraged. I hope he one day gets back to me. I, I can't blame him if he doesn't. I mean, he owes nothing to me. He's always been nice to me, but we've always had a good relationship. I wonder, and somebody mentioned this you know, pointed it out or at least, you know, brought it up in conversation. I I don't know if they were just kind of speculating or if they knew something more than they were letting on. But, you know, you got to think about this. Jordan Reed was under contract. 
And he knows the Redskins have no tight ends once Vernon Davis retires. He wants to keep playing. Um, maybe he feels like they screwed up his medicals. I'm sh- sure he probably feels that way. Um, and the Redskins were courting his replacement. There was no chance if Greg Olson signed here that Jordan Reed was going to come back. So if you're Jordan Reed and you say, well, wait a second. You know, yes, I've got a lot of injuries. And yes, I missed all of last year. No, I haven't been the same since 2015. And and I haven't played a 16-game season at all. But basically, they're, uh, you know, they're dating someone else while I'm married to them. Right? People don't take too kindly to that. So I can't blame Jordan if he was a little bit miffed, even though the Redskins had every right to look for a healthier replacement, right? To try and get a guy that this coaching staff knew. And the problem is, is you didn't get the guy that you were trying to get to get in-house or to marry or to, to be in a long-term relationship with. So you dated him, in this case. You courted him, Greg Olson, and you came away empty. And you possibly, probably, maybe miffed Jordan Reed as well. So if there was any chance, and I don't know if there was, if there was any chance of taking a pay cut and doing an incentive structure package to earn back money based on playtime incentives and games on the 46 and all that stuff, likely to be earned incentives. As we talked about a number of different methods and forms and fashions uh, right here on the Lockdown Redskins podcast, on our Google News Initiative reports, uh, on the radio at 106.7. We've talked about this redskinsreport.com. All sorts of different ways you could have done this. It didn't have to end this way. But once you start officially courting, officially trying to get together with another tight end, especially one that is a starter and that is an accomplished veteran in this league, How would you take that if you're Jordan Reed? I don't know how else you would take that other than you would be really disappointed, really frustrated. Maybe you can understand, but you'd be hurt, right? I I think, I imagine, that makes sense. I know I would. So if that was the case, and again, I don't know that concretely, Maybe there was a chance at first for a renegotiation. Once you see that, even though it ended with Greg Olson not coming here, if you're Jordan Reed, you're like, yeah, thanks. No thanks. Now, where he's going to go next, that I don't know. You know, I, I Sean McVay was here with the Rams. I wrote about this at RedskinsReport.com. Sean McVay once told me, Before that draft, the 2013 draft, his two top tight ends were Kelsey, who wound up in Kansas City and wound up going a couple of picks ahead of Jordan Reed, and Jordan Reed. And the Redskins wound up, and McVay wound up as their offensive coordinator, 
with Jordan Reed. Now, he wasn't the offensive coordinator at the time that they drafted him because that was a Mike and Kyle Shanahan draft, but make no mistake about it. Sean was working with the tight ends, and he was very instrumental in that pick. Does he go to Los Angeles? I don't see the opening there. Gerald Everett's okay. He's got a lot of potential. Tyler uh, Higby had a pretty good year, strong finish. They just gave him a pretty big contract. Certainly they could use help on offense. I just don't know if I see it there. Unless Jordan really wants to be with McVay and really wants to be in L.A. and not have the pressure, if you will, of being the man. And he can just kind of fold in, and they can be very tight end heavy. That can be a pretty unique offense. You get three guys on the field that can all run and work from different splits. Do I see him with Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco? No, George Kittle. Simple. Unless he wants to be a backup backup. I mean, I guess he could. Uh, How about Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings? Kyle Rudolph. No. (laughs) No. Uh, and they're up against it. How about the Buffalo Bills, who were in on Greg Olson and lost? That's a possibility. How about Carolina? Lost Greg Olson. New owner, new coach, new everything. What about Atlanta? Looks like they're going to lose Austin Hooper. Maybe that's a spot once Austin Hooper leaves. Indianapolis, they're letting Eric Ebron go. That's a spot. Indianapolis. And I'm sure there's other teams that I haven't thought of at this point. How, how about the Dallas Cowboys? Hmm. Jason Witten's a free agent. And all of a sudden, Jason Witten's talking about potentially going to another team. Wonder if he could wind up in New York with the Giants. Uh, now that his former head coach, Jason Garrett, is the offensive coordinator of the Giants. Hmm. How about that? Jordan Reed, a little revenge against the Redskins? Hmm. So all sorts of different possibilities. All right, we will take a timeout. Um, I love Jordan Reed. Uh, I, I love covering him. I love getting to know him. He's a good dad. Uh, he's a good man as far as I know. He was always good to me. Um, you know, um, I, I was, I think, in turn, very good to him. I wish him nothing but the best. Uh, he's a good man and a really good football player when he's healthy. The problem is he's not healthy. Uh, the Redskins really struggled in the red zone the last four years, and that was because of the drop-off in production from Jordan Reed because of health. I uh, wrote about that RedskinsReport.com, so go check out those numbers uh, right there because it's pretty noticeable. All right, back in a flash with Quinton Dunbar still continuing to beat the drum. He wants out, and he hasn't changed his mind, we think. Next on the Locked on Redskins podcast. What's up, guys? If you've been a listener of this podcast, the Locked On Redskins podcast, I'm sure you've heard all the great advertisers working with Locked On to reach sports fans. But you may not know that Locked On Redskins is a great way for your local business to reach passionate Redskins fans, just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners, not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with Locked On Redskins fans and a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with disposable income, then let's 
put your company right here on this Locked On Podcast. Local fans love to support local businesses. Text the word advertising to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash advertising. Let us know who you are. We'll get our team to help your team achieve Locked On Advertising success. Once again, that's text the word advertising to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcasts.com slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you. TurboTax experts make your moves count. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast. And this Locked On podcast is brought to you by TurboTax. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts will make sure that they count for you. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? Well, that's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That is a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? That quite literally would be a move. Or maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house, or you switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming, or maybe you just rode the stock market to the moon and back. Any of those things that you did or any other moves that you made, TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and every deduction you deserve, filing with 100% accuracy and getting you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax today. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guaranteed details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. We're back right here. Locked on Redskins podcast. We round out the week into the weekend, depending on when you are listening. We appreciate you listening. Some really good numbers and some good returns that I've been able to um, get and, and official word on. So keep listening. Keep spreading the word. Keep helping us out. Appreciate it. We're going to have uh, a little surprise, I think, next week uh, for you. I don't want to say until we it just becomes official, but we will have that. Um, it looks like next week. All right, so Josina Anderson of ESPN tweeted this, quote, sources close to Redskins cornerback Quentin Dunbar tell me that he had reached out to the team to discuss a reasonable contract restructure, but the club declined the conversation. Dunbar remains resolute in his desire to be released or traded. So what we have here is he makes the original demand. Then he backtracks off of that when Doc Walker of Redskins Radio and the Team 980 um, reaches out to him on the phone last week, last Wednesday. And we find out through that report that Quentin Dunbar was supposed to meet with Ron Rivera last Thursday. We never heard really anything more about that. And maybe this is why. Maybe they didn't meet. The way it's worded here, assuming that it's worded correctly, is the club declined the conversation. So unless that meant they met and then there was another, like, hey, we need to talk about this, that we don't know. That exactly we don't know. Also, what I would say is what is a reasonable contract restructure? He's got one year left on his deal. There's no doubt he's underpaid. Reasonable in Quentin Dunbar's mind might be top of the market starting corner money because everybody's getting $14 million per year on average. And they all stink. Every last damn one of them. They all stink. And they're all injured. And I I love Quentin Dunbar. Who doesn't, right? Great success story. The Redskins brought him along, groomed him. He did great. I mean, who doesn't love Quentin Dunbar, the football player? But A, he can't stay on the field. That's a major problem. Uh, 
Now, a good deal of that, probably Larry Hess related. Larry Hess is no longer here. He didn't want to get to know the new trainer, I guess. He just cared about the contract. He looks at another year of being banged up. It's going to cost him a lot of money, so he wanted the money now. Well, here's the problem. You got a new staff. You've got a lot of need at that position. They can't overcommit to you. And quite honestly, again, love Quentin Dunbar. You're not worth $14 million per year on average. You're not. You're not. It's that simple. You cannot pay that if you're the Redskins just because that's what other teams have screwed up and paid and bought. And all of those guys, and I mean, we're talking about Tremaine Johnson. We're talking about uh, Xavier Rhodes. Maybe the kid down in, in Miami, and now he was hurt for a lot of last year, uh, Xavier Howard. I mean, he's really good when he's healthy, but he wasn't healthy last year. As a matter of fact, he went out, I think, the week before the Redskins game. I think that was maybe two weeks before. He, I think he only played four or five games last year. I mean, they're all hurt or they all stink. No thanks. Not doing it. I'll find somebody else that might not be as good as Quentin Dunbar, certainly might not be as good of a story, but I'm not paying him $14 million. And oh, by the way, please do not pay James Bradbury $14 million a year. Do not pay Chris Harris $14 million a year. Do not pay Byron Jones $14 million per year. I'm not doing that. No thanks. Especially if somebody is 29, 30, 31. No way, Jose. Not happening. Maybe if you're 25, a la Landon Collins when he came here to the Redskins last year. Now, they overpaid for Landon Collins, too, but at least he was 25. A huge difference between 25 and 29, 25 and even 27. Because if you're talking about a five- or six-year deal now, you're talking about the back end of that. Sure, they can structure these things to get out of it easier, as we've talked about with Jordan Reed and Ryan Kerrigan and so on. But the back end of that is likely to blow up in your face. And if the guy really stinks or is really hurt and you have to get rid of him, a la Paul Richardson, two years into a five-year deal, well, then you have a lot of dead cap money to take. So I'd rather find guys that make less and that want less and that maybe aren't top end. But if I get enough of those good guys instead of great guys and I improve the damn pass rush and chase young and keep everyone else, Montez Sweat and Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne and Matt Ioannidis and everyone that we keep talking about, then I don't need top shelf corners. Because I have a top-shelf pass rush, presumably. That'll make average corners good. Good corners, great. Bam, there you go. So good luck to Quentin Dunbar. I, 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 you know, if he's going to dig in his heels, according to Josina Anderson, he has changed his mind again. If he's going to dig in his heels, don't let the door hit you in the ass, pal. Maybe they can trade him to a cornerback-hungry team. Maybe it's Detroit, and Darius Slay wants out of there. Now, the problem is with Darius Slay is he's also going to want 14 or $15 million a year, and I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Maybe you trade Quentin Dunbar to Carolina, right? And you bring in Bashad Breeland, 
who Ron Rivera tried to and James Bradbury, who replaced Josh Norman. Maybe you do that. And you ask one of those guys to play slot, or you just go with Jimmy Moreland and you try and make the best of it. You can't fix everything. I mean, you draft a guy, but you bring in two starters. And then you have those two guys, whoever those two guys are, but we just mentioned a couple of them. Or maybe, hell, you go out and you sign Bashad Breeland, Kendall Fuller, and James Bradbury instead of paying Quentin Dunbar. Maybe you can get a second-round pick for Quentin Dunbar. I doubt it, but maybe you can. So there you go. All right, we'll come back, wrap things up right here on the Locked On Redskins podcast with seventh team, 17th game. That's next on the Locked On Redskins podcast. TurboTax experts make your moves count. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast. And this Locked On podcast is brought to you by TurboTax. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts will make sure that they count for you. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? Well, that's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That is a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? That quite literally would be a move. Or maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house. Or you switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or maybe you just rode the stock market to the moon and back. Any of those things that you did or any other moves that you made, TurboTax experts make all your moves count getting you every credit and every deduction you deserve, filing with 100% accuracy and getting you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax today. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guaranteed details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you aboard. We wrap up the week this way. The NFL uh, apparently the owners ratified their part of the CBA, the new CBA, uh, and the players are squawking right now, as they probably should. Um, here's the deal, and the only parts that I really care about. A seventh team in each conference, meaning two extra playoff teams in the conference for the NFL playoffs, is great news for the Redskins. Why? Because the Redskins miserably underachieved last year. They're not a three-win team. I think we all know that. They should be a lot better this year. Should be. But they'll have a coach that's committed, a real-life human being adult in charge of the building. They'll have a much better roster or a enhanced roster. Hopefully, Dwayne Haskins will be better. Hopefully, they will be healthier in some spots. The bottom line is, is the Redskins should be in contention. If we have a seventh playoff team in each conference, the Redskins should be in contention for that seventh spot. Now, you might say, okay, well, why would I want to make the playoffs bottom of the barrel? Because being in the top five of the draft and being one of the worst five teams absolutely sucks. That is not what you play for. I'd rather make the playoffs and take my chances that way because you never know in this league. You never, ever, ever, ever know. And what would a playoff win in year one mean for Ron Rivera? That would be a huge shot in the arm, I would think, right? And for the fan base. Now there would be expectation. There would be hope. There would be, like, those feelings again. So a seventh team is great. Plus, more importantly, And I can't believe nobody has talked about this that I've heard. I mean, I've listened to a bunch of radio, and I've read a bunch of columns. Nobody's talking about how adding a playoff team in January makes December all the more relevant. 
Remember how the Redskins were eliminated with three games to go? Those last three games, division games, Philly, Giants, at home, Dallas, on the road, meant zip, nothing, because they were eliminated in Green Bay in, what, December 9th, whatever it was, December 11th? Like, those three games were completely meaningless. If you have a seventh playoff, even as bad as they were last year, if you have a seventh playoff team, they're not eliminated until maybe, I don't know, the week before the season ends. If you can play more relatively important football games in December, that's better for the fan base, that's better for the players, that's better for the coaches, that's better for the owner, it's better for the league, it's better for TV ratings, it's better for everybody. This is as much about getting one extra playoff game and the revenue that comes with it as it is to boost December. Just like the wild card and the extra wild card, the two wild cards have boosted August and September in baseball. That's why you do it. You don't do it just for one game and two extra or one extra team or two extra teams league-wide. You do it for, yes, that game, sure. But that only affects two teams. The system and adding the playoff team affects many more teams. And it makes their December games relevant, which is ticket sales and suites and all parking and revenue and jerseys and merch and television ratings and eyeballs and interest. That's what it's all about. How nobody has figured this out, I have no idea because I've read everything and I haven't seen it anywhere. It is about making December more relevant as much as it is making wildcard weekend even juicier. And the 17th game sucks. Do not play a 17th game because your league and the quality of your play in weeks 13, 14, 15, 16, and even beyond is not good enough. The quarterbacks are not good enough. The teams are not good enough. The players are not good enough. Everybody's hurt. Everybody's limping to the finish line. Teams have half their teams on IR. There's not enough good players. XFL, AFL, GFL, SFL, it doesn't matter. The, the quality of talent is not enough to play a 17th game. As a matter of fact, they should contract and play 14 games. They're never going to do that, but that's what they should do. If they really cared about the level and the quality of play, sure, some teams will be fine. But no thanks. No thanks. All right. We're going to say goodbye right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Have a great weekend. I'm Chris Russell, as always. Redskinsreport.com, 106.7 The Fan, and the Radio.com app on the radio. As well, don't forget to check out our Google News Initiative, Locked on Redskins updates, daily one- and five-minute reports, Warpath Magazine via subscription, all about the Redskins, still a newspaper magazine. Uh, and please check us out again, Redskinsreport.com, all sorts of Redskins videos, news information, columns, opinion, analysis, everything you need. We're generating it, baby. Have a great weekend. Adios. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 